Hey friends, and welcome to episode 189 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And today's episode is all about how, when it really comes down to it, procrastination is all in your head. Now, I don't mean that you're imagining that you're procrastinating. If you think you're putting things off, then you probably really are putting things off. Instead, what I mean is that combating procrastination and getting stuff done actually starts in your head with your mindset instead of with your to-do list. It's true. Sometimes our real first step to beating procrastination starts with how we think about procrastination. So today, we're talking about the surprising role your mindset plays in getting things done. You'll hear about why it is totally okay to procrastinate on purpose, at least every once in a while. You'll hear about how to throw yourself your own personal anti-procrastination pep rally. And finally, I'll tell you about what your imagination can do to boost your self-confidence and keep procrastination at bay. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 189. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to go ahead and click that subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in the search results. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. All right, let's dive into five ways that you can procrastination proof your mindset. First up, keep in mind that not all procrastination is bad. Seriously. So often we equate procrastination with laziness or we label it as negative in general. But it turns out some forms of procrastination are good. The thing is, we are not meant to be 100% productive machines 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We need rest. We need recharge. And if you'll remember back in episode 187, I shared that procrastination is an action. It's the act of putting something off until later. Sometimes we need to put something off until later in order to get enough sleep, to cultivate relationships with friends, or to just rest our minds and veg out in front of the TV and watch reruns of Friends. When you shift your connotation of procrastination from negative to just neutral, 
It helps you bounce back when you do find yourself procrastinating instead of falling into a shame spiral. Plus, there is definitely such a thing as productive procrastination. What's productive procrastination? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It's when you put one thing off, but do something else instead. So while you might be delaying something, you're still getting something done. This always reminds me of studying for finals back in college. I used to be a big fan of productive procrastination by cleaning my apartment before I'd start studying. Oh yeah, I was, I was putting off test prep, but cleaning my shower and washing my windows and scrubbing the counters, it all helped me create an environment for focus so that I could get the most out of my study time. So to sum it up, not all procrastination is bad. So keep that in mind. Next, it is more than okay to procrastinate on purpose. For example, often we feel overwhelmed when we have too many things happening in our lives at once. Whether we're juggling multiple clients, multiple renovation projects at home, basically too many of anything can cause feelings of overwhelm. In order to beat back the overwhelm, procrastinate on purpose. Decide what you'll put off until later so you can shift your focus to just a few things and then give just those few things your best. And then once you've made some headway or completed those initial projects, move on to the rest. This is something I help my one-on-one coaching clients with whenever we first start working together. Typically in one of our early sessions, will take an inventory of all of the moving projects in their life. I define moving projects as the projects that you're currently working on. They're in motion. These are not the things that are just on your idea list or things that you might start at some point, but these are the projects that are currently in progress. Once we get an inventory of those currently moving projects, we analyze upcoming dates and deadlines, we prioritize and come up with an action plan for knocking them out one by one. Once we've got a handle on that initial overwhelm, my clients have more brain space to dedicate to making progress in other areas. It is so awesome to see my clients methodically clearing out things that have been weighing on them for months once we've got that plan in place. So remember, it's okay to procrastinate on purpose if it helps you beat back overwhelm and get the most important things done. The third way to procrastination-proof your mindset is to pump yourself up. Throw yourself a little pep rally. Tell yourself how awesome and amazing you are. One of the most common reasons why we procrastinate is because of fear. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid we won't measure up, that we won't get it right the first time, that we'll disappoint others, or that we're just not good enough. And how do we fight back against fear? Well, by shoring up our self-confidence. When you believe in yourself, when you think you're awesome, you're less likely to be held back by fear. So here are two things you can do to pump yourself up. First, try some positive affirmations. As in, just say some nice things to yourself. I am awesome. I am successful. My ideas are worth sharing. I am an excellent money manager. 
I am a great writer. And if talking to yourself feels cheesy, keep in mind that Oprah, Michelle Obama, and so many successful people have attributed positive affirmations to their self-confidence and their success. Michelle Obama has shared that her daily affirmation goes like this. Am I good enough? Yes, I am. And I love how simple and powerful that is. Am I good enough? Yes, I am. Oprah has said that she started using affirmations as a child, and she would repeat them every day. She's credited her affirmation practice with giving her the confidence to overcome adversity and make big moves in her life and her career. Now, you can totally pick your affirmations and say them out loud to yourself in front of a mirror, but you can also write them down in a journal, or you can write them on a card and read them to yourself each day. Doing something is better than nothing. Now, here's some science that explains why pumping yourself up with a little personal pep rally is a powerful way to procrastination-proof your mindset. And it's all about neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the creation of new neural pathways or the modification of existing neural pathways in our brains in response to behavioral, environmental, and neural changes. Research has shown that our brains continue to change constantly throughout our lives. We're forming new pathways every single day to adjust to our environment and our actions. So how do we connect neuroplasticity with procrastination? Well, if you practice something consistently, such as meditation, exercise, learning how to drive a car, repeating something over and over again, can form new neural pathways. So repeating positive affirmations to yourself, your own personal pep rally, can rewire the way that you think about yourself. And when you think positive things about yourself, your self-confidence begins to soar. And when you've got self-confidence, you're less likely to procrastinate due to fear. See, it all connects. And if positive affirmations just aren't your thing, there's still something you can do to pump yourself up, and that's shutting down negative self-talk. Negative self-talk is just the worst. It's when that little voice in our head tells us that we're not good enough, that we'll never figure it out, or that we might as well not even try. One study found that women put themselves down in their own heads more than 1,460 times a year. And when you do the math, that comes out to at least four times a day. If you've ever joined my One Step Closer time management workshop, then you know that negative self-talk is just one of the ways we respond whenever time management isn't working for us and when our work-life balance feels out of whack. And every time we allow that negative self-talk to persist, it impacts our self-confidence, which, you guessed it, impacts our procrastination and our productivity. So next time you catch yourself being negative to yourself, try this. Give that rude voice in your head a name. Sheila, Bertha, Wanda, negative Nancy, whatever feels right for you. And then tell Nancy to just shut up already, that you are not going to take it. Give rude Rhonda a big old nope next time she sneaks in. And 
If any of you are listening and your beautiful names are Sheila, Bertha, Wanda, Nancy, or Rhonda, I love all of you. I just picked some random names, I promise. So two ways to shore up your self-confidence to beat procrastination. One, pick some positive affirmations and plan your personal pep rally. Two, give the rude voice in your head a name and then tell her to keep her mouth shut. All right. While we're naming the voices in our heads, let's keep that imagination train going. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. The fourth way that we're going to procrastination-proof our mindset is to use our imagination. Just like positive affirmations can help boost your confidence, so can visualizing yourself doing the thing that you're putting off. It's pretty simple. Just think about the thing that you're procrastinating and picture yourself following through. The idea is that seeing yourself do the thing even if it's just in your head, helps you believe that you can get it done. This is especially helpful when you're feeling held back because of fear. Picturing yourself doing the thing helps you practice following through. Michael Phelps famously has a full visualization practice that he would use every morning of a race. He'd picture himself getting dressed, moving through every part of his warm-up routine, stretching, jumping into the water, and eventually winning. And he did this visualization practice so often that by the time he was actually in the water, he'd already won the race several times in his head. 
Using your imagination and picturing yourself following through helps your mind and your body prepare to take those steps in real life. Studies have found that visualizing your future success can have so many positive benefits, including increasing your confidence, decreasing your anxiety, and boosting your motivation. So here's that connection again. When you visualize yourself doing something, you boost your self-confidence. And self-confidence means you're less likely to procrastinate due to fear. All right, now we're heading into our fifth way to procrastination-proof our mindset. And we're going to give ourselves some trophies. Not literal trophies from the trophy shop with a baseball player or a little car on top, whatever, but little rewards, prizes. When you've got some pretty big long-term goals, things that you might not see the finish line of for months, maybe even years, it's incredibly easy for procrastination to set in. Here, I'm talking about things like graduating with your PhD, writing a book, working on a major design project, basically anything that has many steps and takes a long time to complete. Here's why we're so likely to procrastinate on things that have a really long lead time or a deadline that's far into the future. And it's because the reward is really far away. As humans, we're driven by rewards constantly, whether we realize it or not. And when a reward for doing something feels far away, we're less likely to take action right now to get that reward. So how can you plan for more frequent rewards along the way for tackling smaller pieces of the bigger project? Right now, one of my one-on-one time management clients is working toward her PhD. And as we map out her work together, I encourage her to choose a reward for everything she completes so that she has that reward to look forward to short term. One thing you can do here is to make yourself a little list of rewards. If I were making this list, I would call it Anna's Trophies. (laughs) Turns out, a lot of times we don't give ourselves rewards because we can't think of anything to reward ourselves with in the moment. So go ahead now, before you need the reward, and make your list of different ways that you can reward yourself. Things that are cheap, free, easy, and then maybe some that are more of an indulgence or maybe a little more expensive, a little more time-consuming, just so you've got some variety to choose from. Then plan your trophies in advance. Decide before you start on that thing that you've been procrastinating, decide before you start how you'll celebrate. And then follow through. Actually allow yourself to celebrate. When you celebrate, when you get that trophy you've been looking forward to, it builds momentum and it makes you want to keep taking action so you can get more trophies, whatever trophies you decide to put on your list. So there you have it. Five ways to procrastination-proof your mindset so you can get things done. First, remember that not all procrastination is bad. We're not meant to be productive robots 100% of the time. We need rest and we need recharge. Second, it's okay to procrastinate on purpose, especially when the thing you're doing while you procrastinate is going to help you do the thing you're procrastinating 
Third, throw yourself a positive affirmation pep rally to boost your self-confidence. This helps you cut back on fear-based procrastination. Fourth, use your imagination and picture yourself doing the thing that you're putting off. These mental reps help you practice what you're procrastinating so you can be ready to buckle down and take action. And finally, give yourself trophies. Trophies, reward, prizes, whatever you want to call it. When the finish line seems far away, give yourself rewards for milestones and even mini milestones. When you have a specific reward to look forward to and then you follow through, you build momentum that keeps you moving forward toward your far away long-term goals. I am so excited to hear about how you are beating procrastination from the inside out with these mindset tips. So head over to the It's About Time podcast community on Facebook and let us know. You can find a link to join us in the community over in the show notes or by going straight to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash community. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 189. And while you're there, don't forget to take the chaos to clarity quiz and get personalized productivity resources tailor-made just for you. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 190. By the way, how on earth are we so close to 200 episodes? That absolutely blows my mind. But next week's episode, episode 190, is about being right where you belong, thinking big, and being creative with what you've got. I can't wait to introduce you to my friend Victoria Armstrong. She's a business owner, media mogul, storyteller, mom to three, and she's known for bringing together women for powerful conversations at her conference called Curate. Make sure to come back for episode 190 to hear how she does it. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.